Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second episode of Analyzing Analysis. Over the years I've been fortunate to work with a set of complex products that would cut across some very intensive workflows with sometimes specialized actors and sometimes oblivious ones. Often the problems within these products would take simple forms such as, hey, let's build a product to optimize the process ABC or B, hey, what can we do to automate the effort and the time um, in process DEF, which utilizes system one, two, and three? Oh God forbid, how do we improve the stickiness of um, a set of our systems or how do we integrate them? But I've often found that as soon as this single line item came to me, I used to jump into thinking directly about how do I achieve it without ever giving a moment to spare about why should I achieve it in the first place. Now this week's episode demonstrates the folly in this type of thinking. This week's episode tries to go into how you may want to think about these problems and break them down. Let's start with a quick personal experience, not because it's important, but because it seems to be trendy. I'm 35, I'm going on 36, and I'm on the market today to buy a house. I started mostly because everyone in my age group was doing it. Halfway through the process, confusion reigned supreme. I did not know what size I wanted to buy. I did not know what area I wanted it to be in. I did not know the kind of format that the house should have. I didn't know the kind of surroundings. I didn't even know this kind of city I wanted it to be in. Basically, I didn't know anything. After having spent some good time thinking about it and just getting more and more wrapped up and confused, I took a step back and tried to look at the process of analysis again. Turns out, the confusion was because I was going towards an action and towards a solution for a problem that I did not even know why that problem existed. Why was I doing it? Why was I thinking about buying a house in the first place? Problem statements like buying a house are inherently incomplete and most importantly, ambiguous. They're deceptively simple, but let me explain how we can break them down into an unambiguous statement. Let's take buying a house and derive two unambiguous problem statements from it. A. Why am I buying a house in the first place? And two. How do I buy a house? Based on the context of the why and how, my problem statement changes. The why question is a breadth-wise exploration. You use inductive reasoning to define why at all should you do anything. The point to breadth-wise explanation is to discover the context, the environment, the larger picture in your quest to determine in fact, it helps you determine what your goal should, you, should be. What would eventually be your key success metrics for the solution of the how, i.e. how do I buy this house? 
On the other hand, the how itself is a depth-wise exploration based on simple deductive reasoning. From thinking about the why question, we know that we want to buy a house and these are our goals and these are the key success metrics that we want to meet for each one of these KRAs from buying a house. By knowing these things, we have cordoned off the scope of our problem and we are simply concerned with how to solve it going into the process. Now the typical way we go into a process is a depth-wide exploration which considers one of these three, one of these two things. Number one, you either consider the actors who perform the problem at different steps or you, or, or you just break the problem down into sub-process steps, you know. Uh, and you match each one of these, whichever one or both, with the goals and the KRAs and you try to optimize the problem to each. Since the why has helped you set the goals and the how uses the goals, the natural problem flow you know, for this breakdown is A, you determine the why and then you go into the how. With the why cordoning off your goals and setting off possible solutions, the how will purely concentrate on solving it. Now let's come back to the problem of buying a house. So after the soul searching, uh, I understood that first I wanted to figure out the why. Now after talking to my friends who were really the driving factors and thinking about where I want to be when I'm 50 uh, on my current financial state and you know what all I would want to do, when would I want to retire, what are my plans for kids, uh, most importantly talking to my, my better half, uh, I understood. In fact, I should say we understood that we wanted to buy a house not for living purposes, not for, you know, for, for a reason that we want to live, you know, in it ourselves, but instead for investment purposes. Why? Well, we have a nomadic lifestyle, so we don't really, we enjoy traveling, so we don't want to get stuck to one place. And of course, the bank returns are not really that great, but that's a separate topic altogether. But once we understood that we wanted to do it for an investment purpose, after plugging that into the question of how do we purchase the house, we were able to cordon off many possibilities and we could easily see where we wanted to take it. The demographic which would perhaps use it and based on the demographic then we were able to determine the budget range in which they would be buying it, our target budget range. And based on that, we could define the amount of money we should spend on it today. Based on that, we were able to figure out the kind of sizes, the kind of formats we would have, you know, the kind of area we should purchase it in. So the entire process became a lot simpler from there. Most problems can be solved through these two fundamental things itself. Number one, before getting into a problem itself, you must ask yourself, why does that problem exist? The meta underlying the question, the meta question, if you will. And once that is understood, then the next step is to figure out based on the possibilities, based on the cordon of scope, how to solve it. Good luck.
I hope you're enjoying our journey together as we go through the fundamentals of analysis. I know it's only episode two today, but I'm enjoying it, and I hope you are too. I request your feedback on Abhinav underscore Arora at Outlook dot com. That's A B H I N A V underscore A R O R A at Outlook dot com. Thank you, and have a good day.